The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Big sales! Welcome to the National Football Show. Hope all are having a spectacular week. Look, I know some of you are cheering what happened in the Super Bowl, and a lot of you, especially here, are still getting over the bumps and bruises of Sunday. You guys, there's no question. Hey, watch this. The passion that you have right now Some of you go back to 2017 and that feeling of winning your first Super Bowl versus losing this Super Bowl, which many of you predicted would be a big score, including me, and the emotions that you feel from those two games. Man, that's what makes sports great, though. The highs and lows. The highs and lows, man. I appreciate all you guys coming aboard here. So let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. Do you feel good about heading into the Eagle future? How do you feel after the Super Bowl loss? Heading into the 2023 offseason, mini camps, rookie camp, the draft, Free agency, the fall camp, Jalen Hurts, and getting ready. There's a lot of work to do. We all know this. But how do you feel going into the offseason here about the Eagle future? Pop's like sick to my stomach. Steve goes, I was confident at halftime in a house full of Cowboy fans. (laughs) Yeah. Joshua goes, I feel the future is bright. How he looked mad at the press conference today? I wouldn't call it mad. I would call it focused. I saw the press conference too. Okay? I saw the press conference too. He knows he has a ton of work to do. Bird's fan goes, Sills, I feel good. I think Hertz has what it takes to keep us competing. Yes. The question is for how long will he keep it on the railroad tracks? Tone says, I'm optimistic because of the quarterback position. I want to see Hertz take on a larger load. I I, I know that doesn't mean, and it's an open-ended comment, Tone. I know you don't. Want to see him with 20 carries in the run game. You want to see him more evolve at the quarterback position into being more like what Russell Wilson was back in the day. That's kind of what I see him as. Is that fair, guys? Okay. I I, I want to see Jalen evolve into what Russell Wilson was earlier in his career. By the way, that's a Hall of Fame career. Okay? Russell Wilson is going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 
If you can have him evolve into Russell Wilson on what Wilson was when that team was competitive, and then he had to take on a bigger role like Tone was saying, I think we're good with that. If we're looking at Jalen Hurts' ceiling as someone goes, Sills, Russell Wilson in his prime, I'm good with that. I think everybody else would be good with that too. Because I, I, I would not say he's better or going to be better than Wilson because he's not the passer Wilson is. But he, he could evolve into that. I personally think Russell Wilson was a fabulous runner, but he didn't run to run. He ran because it was part of his game. But I think him and Jalen Hurts have a lot in common with the smarts in the run game. Okay? Big D goes, Sills, what's your thoughts on Vance Joseph? Know him very well. I got a great picture of me and him at the Super Bowl. I just thought it right now, and I'm going to post that picture on my Twitter page after the program. I love him. I love him. But anytime, hey, guys, can I tell you what bringing in a voice like Vance Joseph means? I'm going to give you a comment here. And you tell me if it's comparable. You know how you go over to your family's house and you got a bunch of family members and you're sitting around and you're hacking it up. You guys are joking it up. Everybody gets it. You're all in a comfort zone. And all of a sudden, one of your family members brings somebody that's never been over to the house. Everybody goes quiet. Why? Because they don't know if they are going to say something that could offend this guy. They don't know who he is. They don't know his philosophy. They don't know his politics. They don't know if he could take a joke or not. They don't know pretty much anything about that guy. So what happens in the room? It becomes uncomfortable. That's what happens when you hire a coach. And that's the feeling players get. When you hire somebody from the outside. As talented as that guy may be. As talented as Vance Joseph may be. There's going to be an uncomfortable feeling in the room. Okay? Anytime you bring anybody in any situation, that's what initially happens. I'm not saying it can't overcome it. I'm just saying that's what it's going to be like. Now, to me, I'm hiring from within. At all costs, I'm hiring from within, especially coming off a season that I played my ass off and was minutes away from winning a Super Bowl. That's how I feel. So, Vance Joseph, talented coordinator. Does that necessarily mean he fits in the room? We shall see. Okay? Tone goes like this. You've just defined the cost of meeting new people. It's uncomfortable at first. Exactly. And no one's saying you can't overcome that. But when you bring anybody in any realm of your life into the room, it's always going to be uncomfortable versus having somebody in the room already where you're in a comfort zone. Okay? Then you don't have to work on that dynamic. So, it's not so much 
is Vance Joseph a good coach? It's more, is Vance Joseph a fit? Look at it from that angle, guys. Lovey Smith's not a fit. Seth Joyner's not a fit. Those guys aren't fits to what they're doing. That's not, that's not the direction they're in. You've got to look at fits now. We're not talking about a rebuild. Well, in some aspects you are. Hey, by the way, the Eagles are in a rebuild. I know some of you don't want to hear this, but the Philadelphia Eagles are in a rebuild. Okay? You're in a rebuild. Think about that for a minute. Usually you use that term and that phrase for teams that suck. The Philadelphia Eagles are in a rebuild. Maybe that's the better word, real. Reload. Okay, how about that, RJ? Maybe that's maybe that's the better word. Reload. Because I think you have to have I don't think you could put that in the same negative term. Because rebuild is like the Jets. You know what I mean? Rebuild is like what the Jags were. Retool. Okay, that's I think those those are better terms. I do. Rebuild, rebuild for like the teams like the Bears. Okay, so you're right. I'm, I, I think that's more. Think of the Bears. Hey, you hear what the Bears are doing? The Bears are fielding offers for Justin Fields in a package. They may want to draft Bryce Young. How's that for you? Thank you, Lovey Smith. <laughs> hey, man. Thank you, Lovey Smith. You may end up trading Justin Fields to the Houston Texans. Okay? You may end up trading him to the Texans so that you could get Bryce Young. How about that, man? A lot of news today, too, by the way. Top 20 free agents. Now, these are free agents that are most likely going to resign with teams. So it's not the same list that I threw at you guys two weeks ago. I'm going to show you how much money it's going to cost you to bring your entire team back. Also, I want to revisit the top 10 quarterbacks that I put on a list post-Super Bowl. I want to do that, but I want to ask you something here. I want to look at the Eagles optimism that we just talked about here. This is the Eagles schedule that you're going to play this coming season. Tell me if you think it's any different than what you just faced. Home schedule. First, we'll start with home. You face Dak. Is Jalen better than Dak? And will the Eagles be better than Dak? Most likely. I think the Eagles will be better than the Cowboys. The Giants, you face Daniel Jones. Eagles have handled that team. Commanders, I don't know what they're doing at quarterback. They say Sam Howell, I guess. What if they bring in Derek Carr? So right now, it's a question mark. Here on February 16th, the commander quarterback situation, to me, is still a headless horseman. They got some talent on the team. They got some wideouts. Antonio Gibson's a good back. Their offensive line is getting better. Their D-line is really good. Their back end ain't the best. 
they're still in the position where they need a quarterback. So, so far, three of the home games, you got Dak and Daniel Jones, then you got the Commanders, okay? I still think the Eagles are ahead and shoulders above those three teams. Then you got the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, until the schedule comes out, is Kyler Murray going to be early in the season or is he going to be late? Because if he's early, Eagles don't have to play him. 49ers. I know we have a lot of Niner fans in here. They got a great roster. And they're going to want, and they are easily going to want a piece of the Eagles. However, who's the quarterback? Brock Purdy? He's not ready for six months. What if that game's early in the season? Trey Lance? Maybe? Probably. They still got question marks at quarterback too, right? The 49ers have question marks at quarterback. I don't care what you say. As good as that roster is. Shit, man. They could enter that Eagle game with the same issue. Who's your quarterback? The Bills. You got Josh Allen coming into the building. Are you better than the Bills? No. Currently, right now, you're not better than the Bills with all your free agents. You can't count on those guys coming back. You don't have to. You don't have but four guys on defense signed. So you're not better than the Bills on February 16th. You're not. You're not better than the Bills. Now, will the Bills lose Stephon Diggs? I believe they are. But you're not better than the Bills. Your roster is not better than them. Your offense may be better than them. But your defense isn't. Okay? They got a better roster than you. You do not have a better defense than the Bills. Okay? You got half a unit right now. And without a running back. See, what what Brandon says here is that the Bills won't lose Stephon Diggs. Yeah, they will. He's scheduled to make $25 million. And the contract kicks in for Josh Allen. They're not keeping a $45 million quarterback and a $25 million wide receiver and have $75 million lined up in two players of their $224 million cap. Not happening. Not happening. Hey, how about this one? The Dolphins and Tua. Do you extend Tua? Do you pick up the fifth-year option on him at 19 to $20 million? What's your options? Boy, tug of Viola versus Hurts. That's going to be interesting to see. That's must-see television if he's healthy. But if you're the Dolphins, do you pick up the fifth-year option on Tug of Viola? Do you pick the fifth-year option up? Or do you go after Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo? Aaron Rodgers. Can you see Aaron Rodgers with that offense? Wow. I think you got it. I, I, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater's your guy. Especially, so what are you going to do? Waste Tyreek Hill another year? I think you have to extend him. It's cheaper than going and paying $60 million for Aaron Rodgers. 
Then you got Cousins and the Vikings. Um, I think the Vikings are going to take a couple steps back. Personally, watch this. I think the Vikings may move off of Dalvin Cook. I'm hearing rumors they may move off of Dalvin Cook because of the injury issues and the amount of money that he's making. They and they may end up moving off him. That would be a catastrophic blow, in my opinion, to an already overrated offense. They may be moving off him. So, so far at home, you've got Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, Tua, Cousins, the Commanders, Cardinals, and 49ers. You don't have an elite quarterback as of right now on any of those three teams. So, you got Josh Allen coming to the link. You got really one guy that you really have to be over-prepared against, and that's Josh Allen. Let's take a look at the road games. You obviously have Dak. Dak Dak has beaten you big time. He's got a great record versus the Eagles. Then you got Daniel Jones again. Commanders, we don't know. Then you got Matthew Stafford. Depends who the coordinator is. See, if if Jonathan Gannon was the quarterback, Coordinator coming back, I'd be concerned, but I don't know who the guy's going to be yet. But I do know Stafford's won a Super Bowl in Cooper Cup. He's going to be playing against a retooled secondary. How do you feel about Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford playing against a retooled Eagle secondary? Question marks. Not saying they can't do it, just question marks. Your team is not going to be the same. Stop. 2022 is over. 2023, that team will not resemble the 2022 team. Stop looking at that team. This is not how the NFL works. Okay? You do not have the same team. I agree, Brandon. I think the NFC is going to be weak again. Then you got the Patriots, Mac Jones. Not really somebody that frightens me, but Belichick is a heck of a coach. Belichick versus Sirianni's coaching staff, his new revamped coaching staff. I don't know. We'll see. And it's at Gillette in New England. Who's going to be the quarterback for the Jets? I don't know. Seahawks, Geno Smith. My question with Geno will be, can he do it again? Who's the quarterback for the Bucs? I don't know. Kyle Trask? Then you got Mahomes. So the two quarterbacks you have to worry about, in my opinion, probably three in this order. Mahomes, Allen, and Dak. Those will be the three elite guys you have to play against this year. Two at one on the road, or two on the road, and one at home. I wouldn't really look at it and go any other way. I mean, don't you're looking at three elite quarterbacks. And once again, I agree, Tone. I think the NFC is there for the taking again. If Howie does everything right, it's there for the taking. 
So even if he has a lesser team, like I said yesterday, I still think the Eagles and the 49ers are going to have the two best rosters. I think so. Okay? I do. I think so. Now, I want to show you something here. And I'm going to need your help here. Let me show you something here. I know some of you are under the impression that you're going to be, once again, competitive for the Super Bowl in 2023. How many people think the Eagles are going to be one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl in 2023? How many people? How many people believe? Goldberg says we will. James says nah. Peter says yes. Look at look at what 49ers don't have a quarterback. And they still made it to the NFC Championship game and they didn't have to pay him. How's that for you? One of the favorites to come out of the NFC, but the whole thing, I don't think so. Huh. They are the favorites in my house. The NFC is so weak, Sales. I agree with you. I agree. The 49ers do have a quarterback, and Purdy plays like he did. Okay. I, I, I think the 49ers are the best roster in the NFC. Today. Today. Let's, let's, let's run it back. You know that term people use? Let's run it back. In Philadelphia. How many people think the 49ers have a better roster than you today on February 6th? Than the Philadelphia Eagles. How many people think that? You got, and by the way, you've got the better quarterback. How many people think San Francisco has a better roster than you? San Francisco's new defensive coordinator, that's true. Yes, yes, not me. Dank doesn't think San Francisco has a better roster than the Eagles with only four guys signed on defense. Not a better offense. I said roster. I didn't ask you who had a better offense. Who has a better roster? 53-man roster. Eagles do not have a better roster than you. And here's why. If we ran it back with your notion and your mentality, okay? We ran it back with Dank's mentality. Hertz is scheduled to make $1.4 million this coming season. Sanders on the market value, if you were to roll it back and bring him back. I'm just hypothetically saying $5 million, how he gives him five. Goddard makes $15 million. AJ makes $20 million. Smith makes $1.4 million. Lane makes $18 million. Sayamalo would make $12 million. Kelsey would make 10 
Dickerson, five. And Malata, 14. For a total of 101.8. Let's go to the defense. Brandon Graham, 14 million. Drop him down to five. Okay? Reddick, 15. Hardgrave will get 17. Cox, drop him from 14 to five. Josh Sweat, 14 million. Kaiser White, we're running it back, 4 million. TJ Edwards, I'm giving him 7 million. Slay, 18 million. Bradbury, 14 million. CJ, 13 million. And Epps, six. For a grand total of $120 million, which comes out to $223 million, and you haven't paid your quarterback. How are you doing this? Where in the world do you think you have a better roster than San Francisco? You're not going to pay your quarterback? Okay, run it back. It's the only way you run it back. Now, one of these players are taking hometown discounts, like many of you thought. How are you running it back that if you brought everybody back and the entire roster back, it would cost you $232 million? Excuse me, $221 million of a $224 million salary cap. You're not restructuring shit. You don't restructure what? On free agents? You can't restructure. Restructure who? Kelsey's on a one-year deal. You can't restructure a one-year contract. You can't restructure a one-year contract at the corner. You can't restructure a one-year contract at CJ. You can't restructure a one-year a contract that's expired on Sayamalo. You're out of your tree. Where are you getting this? $223 million to bring the entire team back with raises, and without paying the quarterback. How are you doing this? How do you say you have a better roster than San Francisco? So you're not paying your quarterback? Okay. So you're not paying Jalen. The only way to bring this roster back is to bring... It's to not pay Jalen. Quarterback, franchise tag, 32-4-2. Running back, 10.9. Tight end, 11.3. O-line, 18 million bucks. DTs, 19 million. Defensive rush ends, 20 million. Corners, 18. million in safeties. 14 million. CJ's gone. How do you have a better roster again than San Francisco? To run this thing back would cost the Eagles $223 million. You don't have the money to pay your quarterback. Or you pay your quarterback 
Sam Milo doesn't come back. Both your backers are out. Bradbury and CJ are out. And you have the same team. How's that possible? CJ Gardner Johnson's not giving you a deal. You're going to have to pay him $14 million. Then you're going to have to pay Hardgrave. I got 17. Shit, he's making 13 now. 11 sack guy? Where in the world on February 16th do you think you have a better roster than the Bills? Than the Niners? Shit, the Chiefs? Where do you think that? 2022 roster, yes, I agree. 2023? You have no idea what you're talking about. A lot of people have fantasy monopoly money and how the NFL works. I'm here to hook you up. That's not how this works. They want to rip the Eagles apart. And the punishment that Howie has for signing people to one-year contracts, this team's not built for the future. It was built for last year. That's a fact. Four guys on defense under contract. You're losing your Pro Bowl back. And you're losing an all-pro type guard. I don't know. You're losing both corners. Or you're losing one corner and a safety. Man, I don't think you're getting any of them guys back. You probably will get CJ back because I think the Eagles are going to make him a top priority. Okay? Jameson thinks that the Eagles have a better roster today with all of these people that will command more money on the open market than where they are now. Let's see. 16 free agents you have. 16 free agents. And most of these 16 are a critical part of the 53-man roster. Tone goes, this is why it's so important to make sure your quarterback is the guy. Absolutely. Because the roster will always getting better or worse. I say the roster gets worse when you start paying your quarterback. Roster's gotten worse in Kansas City. Roster's gotten worse in Green Bay. The roster's getting worse in Los Angeles. The roster got worse in Tampa. Name the place where you gave quarterbacks raises. The rosters all got worse. Oh, except Philly, according to Jameson and a lot of other people. Not in Philly, though. Everywhere else, it gets worse, but not in Philly. (laughs) Really? Everywhere else, it gets worse. I see. Okay? We don't know the roster, just speculation. Same with all teams. Well, if you know it's speculation, same with all teams, you have the most free agents. San Fran doesn't. They're giving Nick Boza a contract extension. They signed Debo last year. They got McCaffrey under contract for two more years. They got Fred Warner under contract. Hafanka's under contract. Trent Williams is under contract. And they got quarterbacks 
that they're not paying anything for. What are you talking about? There's nothing going on in San Francisco that's going to injure that franchise when it comes to losing critical players, unlike the Eagles. The Eagles are going to lose critical pieces to their success in 22, but no one sees that. By the way, a lot of you guys want to run Kaiser White out of town? Kobe Dean has done shit for me to make me go he could take that position. I'm not handing him anything. He needs to earn it. Same thing with fat guy Jordan Davis. I'm not handing anybody a position. You guys want to run Fletcher Cox's ass out of town? Why? That guy Jordan Davis hasn't won that job. Howie works shit. Howie is an uneducated drafter. He is great at making deals. We're going to get into this. He is not a very good draft guy. Howie's drafts have been... No, they have not. Can't draft a corner to save his ass. Linebackers, Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox in 20 years. Give me a break. So if you want to run it back, you got to go to Clutch Sports and go like this. We're not paying Jalen this year. Okay? You can't have both. And that's why when Tone says, you better be right on Jalen Hurts. And by the way, I know some of you are probably going, hey, Sills likes Jalen. I like what he did this year. I still hold to my guns. You pay that man five years at $50 million, he's going to miss significant games over the next five years. It's a given. He's already missed significant games. That's not getting better. That will always be my position on dual threat guys. They won't play 17 games. They won't. He won't. He hasn't. In his two years starting, he's already missed games. He will miss more games. Okay? I'm not drafting a quarterback in the first round. That's absurd. Okay? 30 million for five. Are you crazy, man? Shit, the guy in Miami made $30 million this year and he's Tyree Kill. Okay? See, Darlene goes, then you structure his contract on that basis. Man, I'm not going to go in there and put parameters, Darlene, on Jalen Hurts. when it, I, That's why, to me, as I reported yesterday, Darlene, I don't have a problem playing Jalen Hurts $45 to $50 million. I have a problem with a five-year structure. He's going to miss games over those five years. With a lesser roster, he's going to miss games. If you want to pay Jalen Hurts $50 million, I don't care but I'm not doing it over five years. Okay? I'm not. His, his dual threat always gets hurt. Ask Lamar and Kyler and RG3. Did, did Michael Vick ever play a full 16-game season? Did, did he ever play a full 16-game season? 
Michael Vick, career stats. Did he ever? Let me see. No. One, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. One year, 2006. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 years. He had one year where he went 16 games. And when you're, hey, don't compare Jalen Hurts to guys with an arm and rely on winning games throwing the ball because that's not what he relies on winning games with. He relies on dual threat. He's a runner and a thrower. He didn't break any Super Bowl records throwing the ball. He broke Super Bowl records what? Running the ball. That's what he did. He was never going to break Super Bowl records throwing the ball. It's not what he does. Not saying he hasn't improved. That's not what I'm saying. And once again, I don't have a problem paying the guy that. But you can't. You can't have both. How we will re- You don't restructure one-year contracts with 16 free agents. <laughs> Restructuring who? You can't. You can't. Now we get into the topics. On rebuilding this team, and I showed you what this is right here. Should Howie rebuild this football team through free agency or the draft? Why would I give Slay more guaranteed money? He sucks. He doesn't suck. He sucked the last seven games. Why would I give him more money? Ty says draft both. You can't do both because he's not good at both. He's not good at both. Howie Roseman's biggest moves as general manager, Tone, help me out, his biggest moves, trading for Slay, drafting Jalen Hurts, drafting Dallas Goddard, bringing in CJ, Bringing in Bradbury, bringing in Reddick, bringing in Hardgrave. Sounds to me like a free agent guy, more so than a drafting guy. Bringing in AJ Brown. I say Howie Roseman needs to do a better job in the free agent side because that's his strength. His strength is not the draft. His 2022 draft sucked. The majority of his drafts suck. He hits on a few guys. They have, look, some of them are going to be borderline Hall of Famers. Um, Fletcher might be. 
Okay? Fletcher might be. The rest of them have been below or average. His drafting, this is why some of you still look at Howie and go like this. Oh, well. You know, Jalen Rager will always be the one name that will always give Eagle fans agita. For some of you white guys out there, that means an upset stomach, okay? That's what agita means. All right? Upset stomachs every time you hear that. Give a shit what you say. His drafting blows. His, his deal-making has been really good. Okay? So should he trade these picks? Should he make deals? Do you bring in a guy? A defensive lineman? A, a young player? Um, or do you, hey, to me, I think you hang out in the SEC if you're going to use your draft picks. But his, his, his ability to be able to do deals and work in free agency has far been greater success than his drafting. Okay? Look at this guy. His last two drafts, Howie has an A-plus in my book. Your draft last year had zero impact from every single person on that draft. Not one person contributed to your team. Not one. They were all Fs. Your 2022 draft. Okay, how would let's see let's let's check this out too. Let's take a look at the last two drafts. Like this guy just says, 2021 NFL Draft Eagles. Yeah, he's an impact player, the backup tight end. Oof. Devontae Dickerson, fantastic. Milton Williams might be a player. That's not bad. The rest of those guys. Kenneth Gainwell, okay. The rest of those guys, let's go to 2020 draft. That's really your test. 2020 Eagles draft. Jalen Rager, Hertz covers it. Taylor, Wallace, Driscoll, Hightower, Bradley, Quez, there were nine picks. Two guys are worth the shit. His drafts have been great. About his 2019. 2019 Eagles draft. Quez Watkins sucks. 2019 draft. Sanders, they're moving them. White, white side, Miller. Holy Jesus, criminy. This 2009, is anybody on the team after this year? Andre Dillard is a bust. Sanders, not getting a contract extension. White side, out of the league. Miller, who? This 2019 draft is pathetic. And you want him to build a team in the draft. Okay. 
Yeah. And the lineman panning out, the old lineman. Jeff Stoutman's in the building. Of course they're going to pan out. Since that guy's been in the building, the Eagles are a factory at offensive linemen. Howie in the draft. Howie free agency? I'm in. I'm in. Okay? You're downplaying the fact we were able to sit our guys. Are you? So the 13th pick in the draft sat behind two guys that you hired from the ice cream stand. Think about that. Jordan Davis couldn't beat out a 36-year-old Adami Kutsu and Linville Joseph. Think about that. Those guys missed half the year, according to that dude. We had really great. No, you didn't. Eagles ran the, the Chiefs ran the ball right down the Eagles' throat in that game. Actually, the last two games. We had such good players. So wait a minute. Nicobe Dean, who was a non-factor in special teams, which is arguably the worst unit in the league, is all of a sudden going to be Derek Brooks for the Eagles next year. What a ass nine thought. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Nicobe Dean, man, this guy's going to really step in. He is not. That's why, man, you're going to get rid of Kaiser White for who? Nicobe Dean? You're gambling there. That there's where you lose and don't make the playoffs with decisions like that. So yeah, Kaiser White, we 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 can live without him and put Dean in. What makes you say that? What have you seen that the coaches haven't seen that you say that Nicobe Dean can step in? Don't you think Howie would want to have put in his his prize possession third round steal of the draft. It got rid of Kaiser White immediately. Oh, okay. That guy couldn't even get on the field. <laughs> out of control. Your spending is out of control in your own brains. White is too slow. Nicobe Dean's too small. White's too slow. Nicobe Dean's a shrimp. I have not seen one indication that Nicobe Dean's an NFL linebacker. Not one. And nor of you. Okay? Nor of you. That you're, you're, you're going on blind potential. And he was on the damn team this year. But yet some of you think, well, you know, Sills, this guy will step in for white. No, you're assuming that. You're assuming that. I don't think Kaiser White played all that bad. I thought the entire unit played shitty in the Super Bowl. Was it just him? Your corner sucked. I mean, in the second half, do you know in the second half, Patrick Mahomes threw for 90% completion percentage like I said he would? <laughs> 90%. And the only reason he didn't have 100% is because one of them was a throwaway. 
<laughs> you know, not 100%. I had a throwaway in the second half. The Eagles couldn't – they couldn't stop shitting our offense. You couldn't. They pretty much scored on every single drive in the second half. Out-fooled you, out-coached you, out-played you. Good old Chris was the field. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I'm sure it was. The field. The buses being late. The practice facility. Shit, man. One more excuse. You got the trifecta. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this one here. How many people think Howie has too much power over the franchise? How many people think he has too much power? Over the franchise. There's not like a lot of fail-safes. Dips his nose into the coach. Free agency. Drafting. Man, he's everywhere. Hiring. By the way, Nick Sirianni's not hired. Now you know who runs the coaching staff. Nick Sirianni's not interviewing Vance Joseph. How he is. Woo! Nick Sirianni has no say in that organization. Zero. He's got the Howie knee pads on right now for the offseason. You got to get extra padding now because it's the offseason. So Howie has to have extra padding. Okay? This is Howie's show. Big time now. Gotcha. Yeah. This is Howie's show. Um, yeah. You know Nick Sirianni if he – hey, get this. If Nick Sirianni really ran the coaching staff, Brian Johnson would be a no-brainer. He'd be a no-brainer. Bang, he's in. He's the guy. But it's not. This is where Doug got fired over. This is exactly how Doug got fired. Nick knows to stay out of the way. It's pretty smart. Okay? I'm not saying Nick moves like a snake, but Nick knows how to navigate. Because Frank Wright told them to. You want that job? And you don't want to be Doug Peterson? Move quietly in the offseason. Move quietly in the offseason. Okay? Yes, sir, baby. Oh, Nick's got his pads out now, man. Yeah, he see, Nick don't have to walk into like the um the Novacare Center any longer wearing shoes. He's just on his knee pads now. <laughs> He's on the Howie knee pads. Hey, Howie. Howie looking at DC and OC. I'll get back to you. I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's not how you run a franchise. That's not how you run a franchise. That's how you control a franchise. That's how you control a franchise. Howie controls the franchise. Howie did not build the football team for longevity. Howie doesn't care about the future. Tone's right. The one thing with Jalen Hurts that's given him now, oh my God, it's given him autonomy. And on top of that, even more control of the team. 
Howie Roseman, nothing gets through that NovaCare front door without stopping. I'm surprised he doesn't have his office right there at the front door. Nothing gets by that guy. Nothing gets by him. That's why Howie could be in the Super Bowl or have a four-win team. Because that's the swings and the pendulum that he has and how he runs that team. He could go from having a team win a Super Bowl in 17 to a team that won four games three years ago to a team that's in the Super Bowl to another toilet team if he makes the poor decisions this offseason. Like I showed you, to bring back the entire 2022 team, you got to put $223 million on the table and not pay Jalen. That's not happening, okay? That means this. The team you have right now assembled is not good enough to win the NFC because you have missing pieces. I'm not saying he's not going to retool it, but let's go here. Hey, Tone, what was the year of the dream team? What was the year of the dream team? What was that year that you guys brought all the free agents in? And there was a ton of them dudes. The Nandi Asamoah guys. 2012. Well, two, two points in Eagle history here. You ready? 2012 and 2022. Couldn't have been any more different with all the free agents you brought in. One worked, one didn't. It's not always going to work. And most likely, you're never going st- to... I'll tell you something. I'll tell you about your 2022 team. That is the greatest collection of one-year mercenaries I've ever seen signed on one team, maybe going back to the old George Allen, Washington Redskin, and Al Davis Raider teams. You know the over-the-hill gang? that Washington had, uh, Al Davis liked to hire and sign old dudes too, trying to get a little bit more with better coaching. Okay? So you're talking, you're, you're, you're talking about guys who used to do that by bringing in a lot of, and signing a lot of guys that were what people thought was over the hill. Okay? 2011, Okay. So look at Clay. Clay, Clay's in denial. He thinks you're going to have a great team again. Okay. Tell you what, Clay. Don't pay Jalen. You will. Don't pay Jalen. You will. You pay Jalen. Half this roster on defense, especially, is gone. You'll lose CJ, Bradbury, TJ, Kaiser. Fletcher, Hardgrave are all going to command because they went to the Super Bowl first top flight money. And the Eagles are not going to pay that. Boy, (laughs) I know Eagle fans don't want us. This is the terrible list. Tone, what do you want? Not to pay Jalen or to run it back. 
What do you want to do? Do you want to run it back or not pay Jalen? Which is it? I'll tell you what. I'll leave it up to you guys. What do you want to do? Run it back or not pay Jalen? Or pay Jalen and have half the roster come back? What do you guys want to do? Let me know. I'm there for you. (laughs) What do you want to do? Can't have both. What? I'm, I'm, I'm not stirring anything. And Reyes thinks you can have both. Where are you getting the money from? Where are you getting the money from? It's $223 million to bring these guys back. And I'm, I'm giving these guys, some of these guys less than market value. Tone says, got to pay the guy. I'll live with the new look roster. Don't you get it, guys? You didn't listen to me when I opened the show. If you just had listened to me, it might work. But of course you didn't listen to me. Pay Jalen. Agreed. Lose some of the people. But the only quarterbacks you're going to be facing in the NFC on your schedule are Dak, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith this year. Look at your division. Dak, Daniel Jones, you own them. The commanders, they don't have a quarterback. The NFC still there for the taking. We're not talking about top flight quarterbacks in the AFC that you got to play every week. Dude, I think Russell Wilson's going to be better. Take a look at that AFC West now. You got Carr out of there. You might have Aaron Rodgers in there. You potentially with the Raiders could have Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson with Sean Payton, and Justin Herbert, and have all those guys to face twice a year in that division. That is a murderer's row of good players. You don't have it in the NFC East. Okay? You don't have it. You don't have the highest hill to have to climb. If you're the AFC West, you got a mountain to climb. And at the top of the mountain, you have Mahomes there. Pay hurts and try to retool the best option every year. Doesn't guarantee nothing, but people are going to want to be paid. You're absolutely right. But don't you want them to be paid? Bradbury had a spectacular year and a one-year prove-it deal. Congratulations. CJ, 800. Here's where where people are missing the boat. CJ making $836,000. Shit, man. That dude's going to command $14 million. He's going to have one of the biggest pay increases of any player. Co-interception leader in the NFL. The hits he made in the Super Bowl. The open field tackles. There were a few guys that made money for the Eagles. Super Bowl Sunday. One was Jalen Hurts and the other, as I said a couple days ago, was C.J. Gardner-Johnson.
we could get a game-changing defensive player by trading the pick. I'll tell you what. I hear the Chargers want to dump Khalil Mack because of salary cap issues. I don't know. Would you bring him in like Von Miller was brought into the Rams? Hey, do me a favor, Tone. Uh, how old is Khalil Mack? Okay. Khalil Mack and Hassan Reddick as your rush guys? I'm good with that. And Josh Sweat? Okay. I wouldn't have a problem. If Mack is too old, then I'm probably not doing it. He's 31. I'm good with that. Bring him in because I'm hearing the Chargers want to, because they got to sign Joey Boza. Joey Boza's contract is up. So they got to find money. And as typical Spanos behavior, they'll cut a high-paid guy like that. They'll cut him. And they'll eat it on their cap because the new CBA allows it to be deferred out. Three years ago, you couldn't do that. And the NFL owners wanted to redo the CBA because they didn't want the Todd Gurley deals and the Clay Matthew Jr. deals on the books any longer. That would corner a lot of the salary cap. So you're able to defer that money out now. Look at Cody. Damn with these contracts. It's more about teams having a way. What? Your contracts are your team. This is how you build. You build an opportunity to play for championships in January and February and in March. Jesus, criminy. This is why on March 10th of last year, of 2022, what did I tell Eagle fans? I think you've got the deepest roster in the NFL, and I think you're going to the Super Bowl. I was the first person in the Philly market to make that proclamation. Eagles are going to Super Bowl. Xander thought I was nuts. I said, they got the deepest. Turned out, you had the best in the NFC. Okay? You were deeper because the quarterback wasn't making any money. That's why I said that. Dez goes, the Eagles will be fine. So you think you got the same? I'll ask you one last time. You think you have a better roster today with nobody under contract than the 49ers on February 16th? With no tackles. You can't count on those. They're not Eagles anymore. Javon Hardgrave's not an Eagle. Fletcher Cox is not an Eagle. Gardner Johnson's not an Eagle. Bradbury's not an Eagle. TJ's not an Eagle. Kaiser White's not an Eagle. Miles Sanders is not an Eagle. Isaac Sayamano's not an Eagle. Zach Pascal's not an Eagle. Gardner Johnson's not an Eagle. Marcus Epps is not an Eagle. Kelsey's not an Eagle. These are all guys the organization has to decide what to do with. And on Kelsey's side, what he wants to do. Once your season's up, 
You're a free agent. Oh, no, this isn't true. This is a lie. Really? Hired Dan for DC because you're the man, my friend. Wouldn't want that job, man. I mean, you'd be in the principal's office every day. Hour number two. I have a priority list I want to ask you on the signings of free agents. Okay? You tell me if you agree with my priority list on the Philadelphia Eagles. I got 10 players. Okay? 10 players. You tell me. Hit the like button. Hour number two. Keep it here on the National Football Show. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. My name is uh, Fran Salerno. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? 
Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Like button. By the way, our friend A Tone, Jason Cole, in hour number three at 5:30 Eastern. We'll get his thoughts on free agency. Um, I got a priority list for the Eagle free agents. I want to do that. Also, I want to say this to you. I hope Jason Kelsey comes back. He had such a great year. He's such a great football player. He's such a great leader. By the way, that podcast between him and his brother is as genuine as you can watch two brothers just be real. It's as good as it gets. That's one of my favorite podcasts is the two Kelsey boys. What's the name of it? Tone, do you know the name of it? Um, I, I really enjoy it. It's, it's two guys, and both were talking about the Super Bowl and their experience. New Heights, man, that's as good as it gets. I really enjoy both of those guys talking about their experience that they had with their family and friends during the Super Bowl. And it man, you could make a movie off that thing. I thought it was really great. Thanks, man. I, I mean, I, I, I don't follow very many people on my Instagram, but I started following those guys on Instagram. It's a great podcast. They're, you know, they're talking constantly about their family. They're constantly talking about their journey on how they got to where they are. I didn't realize that Jason Kelsey was like a walk-on at Cincinnati. And Travis Kelsey was thrown off his team, and the brother went and talked to the coaches so that they could get him. Can you imagine that? Got him back on the team. He was a higher-rated quarterback than even Patrick Mahomes in, in high school. I mean, it's really a great – it's really a great, great – podcast i i enjoy uh, you know i don't really enjoy a lot of sports broadcasts um especially the um the podcast okay i really don't enjoy them i i haven't seen one better than ours but that thing there is as good as it gets it really is it's as good as it gets i like it a lot um dome goes i agree with you kel should come back and play man dome he's such a good football player Clearly one of the best centers I've ever seen. Okay. The Bloomin' Onions. Dude, that whole thing is great. Jurgen said he hopes to play alongside Kelsey for one year and learn the ropes. Chris, I think that that education that he got this past season watching Jason Kelsey play was as good as can – I, can I make a comparison to you guys? I think Cam Jurgens watching Jason Kelsey play center and watching him perform, watching him prepare – is the same and equivalent as Patrick Mahomes watching Alex Smith. 
okay? The education that Mahomes got on preparing for an NFL game and watching how he prepared for an NFL game, I'll make you another comparison. You know, Kobe didn't really play his rookie year. Del Harris kind of kept him back and really didn't push him forward like Iverson was. And Iverson was playing his rookie season the way he played, and Kobe was always jealous of that. Always, always, Kobe always talked about that, how his contemporaries got a chance to play immediately, and he didn't. But he learned so much from certain guys and how you prepare for an upcoming season. He said Jerry West was instrumental in teaching him how to prepare. So Cam Jurgens getting an opportunity to learn from Jason Kelsey, I think it's spectacular. I think it's a great thing. And you couldn't have a better teacher. Okay? You couldn't have a better teacher. All right. I want to get to my priority list here. We have the top 20 free agents. Now, again, most of these guys, and the reason I wrote down the top 20 free agents, maybe these are guys that Howie could look at if those respected teams are in salary cap hell or he wants to make a deal for them. Because remember what I said to you in the last hour. Howie Roseman is better at free agents and making trades than he is drafting. His record speaks to it. Stop making false narratives. He's not good in the draft. As a draft general manager, he's poor at it. Making deals and trades, he's fantastic at it. Okay? That's who he is. It's not an opinion. Yeah, like Yale said, let's make a deal. How he's that guy. Let's make a deal. Here's my priorities, though. I'm going to go from 10 up. I got 10. I got Boston Scott. 27.8 years of age. Coleman, thank you. He's a running back. Knows the system. He'll be cheap. He's not going to kill me. If I'm losing Miles, which I am, Miles ain't on this list either. He's not a priority. Just so you know. Boston Scott, I'm good with him. Thought he played tough. Thought he was a good football player. And like I said, this guy's not going to break your wallet. Number nine, Brandy Graham. 34.8 years of age. Double-digit sack season. Will he duplicate that? Highly unlikely. Which leads me to do a reduction in salary and say this to him. I'll tell you what. You're scheduled to make $14.4 million. Okay? You're scheduled to make 14.4. We love you as a leader. And by the way, guys, because of the new faces that are coming into the 2023 season, aren't you going to want a little leadership in that locker room? The Eagles are going to need leadership and how things are done in the locker room. You start cutting veteran guys when veteran guys traditionally don't want to stay for cheap money, but if Brandon Graham does, and he's a soldier for the organization, which I think he is, and they offer him five with incentives, 
I believe will come back. And I think the Eagles would want him to come back. You don't want to have the empty side of the locker room on the defensive side, not knowing what the Eagle culture is. Brandon Graham is the antithesis of what the Eagle culture is. There you go, Yale. Continuity. You're signing him and wanting him to come back. Well, Real asks a great question, but is he a priority? To make sure that the new players that come into the building know exactly what to expect? Yes, I think he is a priority with a price tag. See, I think Brandon wants to come back, and I think he understands the landscape, like you said. So he's 35. I get it. Well, I'm going to pay you at that rate, and I'm going to pay you four to five million bucks. He had 11 sacks. I'm good with that. That's a great number. Continuity. Watch this. Teaching the Eagle way. Teaching the Eagle way. He's not 38. Okay? Here's why I put Fletcher Cox on this list at number eight. I'm not sold on Jordan Davis. But I'm not paying Fletcher 14 4. I'll go to Fletcher and say this Fletcher had what, six sacks? Not bad. Not bad. I I don't trust Jordan Davis. I did not see a very good football player yet. He can't pass rush. I have not seen a good player yet. Are you going to gamble? I agree, Yale. I think Cox is out. But do you really think that the NovaCare Center and the personnel department feel comfortable in handing that defensive tackle position to Milton Williams? Jordan Davis hasn't earned that starting position yet. Milton Williams is the next guy up, not Jordan Davis. Do you feel he is ready to start and play 60 plays? That guy can't get through 20 plays. Okay. So you guys want Fletcher out, and you're going to hand a job to somebody who did not play well this year. Fletcher... Had, a, had seven and a half sacks, and you're taking him out. You're not signing Sue. Those guys are gone. They're 36, 37-year-old guys. Make $3 million apiece. They're not resigning them. They're gone. Look at Yale. Potential talk. He needs to step up. That's potential talk. That's not reality talk. Fletcher Cox is a pro. Fletcher Cox is an NFL defensive tackle. Jordan Davis is not yet. Okay? Just saying, man. So, you're going to let Fletcher go and hand the job to Jordan Davis. What a leap of faith when the guy didn't show you shit all year. Fletcher Cox could have got consideration for the Pro Bowl. With seven and a half sacks. Marcus Epps. I know you guys hate him. I don't know why. Safety. 
He's 27. Let's see here. What's the number? $14.46 million. Okay? He's not going to command anything near that. Okay? He's not going to command anything near that. I think Marcus Epps can play. Did he have a good Super Bowl? No. Okay? But he fits in what you're doing. I would pay Marcus Epps. What did I put down here? Seven million bucks. Six million bucks. Something like that. I think he's a $1 million guy. Hey, hey, Tona, he may be even under that. He may be a $900,000 guy. He may even take only $4 million to sign. That's a steal for a great safety. But watch this. So you'd rather go into the draft and have Howie draft somebody, which he can't. He's terrible at drafting secondary guys. And you think you're going to replace him with another Howie guy in the draft. You're crazy. You're crazy. Epps' salary is nine sixty five last year. Dude, you could maybe sign that guy for three million, four million bucks. So you'd rather look, look at what some people are saying. I'd rather pass on Epps and go into the draft with Howie in the third or fourth round with a safety than with Marcus Epps. There's another losing decision. This is how you don't make the playoffs when you get rid of experience, when you have a position where you could pay a guy like Kaiser White and Epps less money. That's my next guy, Kaiser White. Here, here's what, watch this. This is what I want to do. I'm signing the sure thing. And these guys performed last year and one of the top defenses in the NFL. Look at me defending these guys now. Okay, look at me defending them. And you want to put N'Kobe Dean in there over Kaiser White? What makes you say Kaiser White, who's making $1 million, he's not going to be a $20 million guy. You give him another $4 million, you got an experienced tackling guy who had a great year for you last year and was an, an integral part of your defense playing well. You're not going to be able to pay all these guys. Here's a position to pay a guy, but yet, watch this. This is how... You missed the playoffs. You want to move off of Fletcher, who had seven and a half sacks, to put fat guy Jordan Davis in, and now you want to take Kaiser White off, where you only have to pay him $3 million more to put N'Kobe Dean, who couldn't make the starting roster, and put him in the game. Those are decisions that get you fired. You're going to – and Kaiser White, 26 – and you want to put a guy who can't play as of right now, Nicobe Dean in. Wow. That's like jumping off a cliff. That's like jumping off a cliff. Hey, I, hey, Sills, we'll move on from Kaiser here because we got the Dean. No, you don't. Who's Dean? Who's the Kobe Dean? He's a dude to me. Nicobe Dean's a dude. He sucked on special teams. Oh, but he'll be great on the starting 11. <laughs> How do you see that? Hey, he, he couldn't 
He couldn't cover a punt return, but he'll be able to cover tight ends. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, he, he was terrible on special teams, but this guy will fill the – he'll fill his lane when he's making a tackle. He couldn't tackle anybody in open space on special teams, but you watch him with backs out of the backfield. He's great. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at what he said. Sills didn't see Reddit coming. At least he was playing. Jameson, at least Reddick was playing. This guy didn't even couldn't even get on the field, even in blowouts. Nicobe Dean didn't even step on the field in blowouts. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure Nicobe Dean's a great player. He sucked on special teams, one of the worst units in the league but he'll be great covering tight ends and backs. I'm almost assured of it. Number five, I got TJ Edwards here. TJ is not going to get 20 million bucks. He'll get seven. So get this. You could sign TJ for about 6 million bucks. Kaiser for about three. Epps for about four. Fletcher for four. I'm trying to bring all your guys back to run it back, and you don't want it. And, but you're the same roster. <laughs> so it's like talking to a two-year-old. And, and look, you, you know what's crazy, too? These free agents that the Eagles have, they're 26, 26, 27. Shit, I thought Fletcher was 35 years old, man. He's 32. Kaiser White, 27. These are not old dudes. Look, 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 look at AV3. Kaiser's gone, moron. So he could put a stiff and Dean in. Kobe <laughs> Dean's a stiff right now. He's a stiff. Isaac Sayamalo. Is number four. He's so gone though, man. That's a huge loss. He's 29 years old. They're saying, say a model's, wait till you see where he is on the list. Say a model's going to command $13 million. Playing with Jeff Stoutland, Eagle O-Line. Are you crazy? Man, he's, you'll never, he, he, he that's a big goner too, man. That's a big goner. Wow. Isaac Sayamalo's 29 years old, 29.2. And this guy's going to command at least $13, $14 million. He'll start on 90, 90, excuse me. He'll start on every team that goes after him. I mean, it could be 30 teams go after him. He'll have, of all these guys, he'll have the biggest market. Man, finding good old linemen? It's like finding a needle in a haystack. I mean, massive, massive market for him. Won a Super Bowl. He was on that team. He was on that team. So he's got an NFC championship. 
two NFC championship rings and a Super Bowl ring, Isaac Sayamalo, and he's only 29. And he started on this offensive line this year. The market that guy's going to have is going to be a monster market. Okay? Yeah. I'm not, Eagles goes, oh, 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 he's a starter. Of course he'll have a market. I'm talking 30 teams will want that guy. This guy will have 20-plus teams that will want to sign this guy. Yeah, because also he happens to have been a graduate of Jeff Stoutland University. James Bradbury has already told the Eagles, don't come after me with that cheesy money you want to throw at me. He's already told them. <clears throat> he's going to get $14 million. And he's 29. Bye-bye. <laughs> 29. He's gone. Watch this. James Bradbury. Shit, I could see him back in New York. How funny would that be? I could see him in Washington. Because Washington needs corners. And they need secondary help. Watch this. Here, what here? I'll give you, I'll give you guys watch this. Fletcher Cox. I could see Fletcher Cox playing in Green Bay. Buffalo. The Jets. Maybe Cleveland. Marcus Epps. I could see him in Miami. I could see Epps in Los Angeles with the Rams. Chargers. Bills. Jets. Browns. Patriots. Kaiser White. I could see him in San Francisco, Seattle, Minnesota, Chicago, Carolina, Atlanta, Tampa. They may lose David. T.J. Edwards, I could see him in Chicago. Kind of like Erlacher a little bit. Can't cover like Erlacher, but plays the run like him. I could see him in Chicago. Minnesota. The Jets. Dallas. Say Amalo. I could see him with the Giants, the Cowboys, the Commanders, the Dolphins, the Buccaneers, the Bears, the Vikings, the 49ers. Because they're not paying quarterbacks. Always start there. The Chargers. And maybe not because they got to sign Herbert. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. 
Buffalo. <laughs> James Bradbury. Jesus, crime a cornerback. Where would I find a home for him? Green Bay. Tampa. Carolina. The Rams. They may lose Jalen Ramsey. Arizona. Ooh, Arizona. So Gannon gets and brings in TJ Edwards and James Bradbury. I can promise you this. Jonathan Gannon is going to offer Jonathan. Oh, I never thought about this. Hey, watch this. So Jonathan Gannon because I want to keep the cap down, we'll offer Epps, Kaiser White, TJ Edwards, and James Bradbury contracts. Knowing he won't get all of them, but he'll offer them. He may offer uh, Gardner Johnson, too, a contract. He may go like this to Gardner Johnson, and they may get it to his agent. Don't sign with Philly, because we'll take you, too. Get in the open market. Get out there and test the market. Gardner Johnson, is it gonna, he's going to go to Arizona. I'm convinced of that. I'm, 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 I'm 1,000 convinced of that. Gardner Johnson is going to Arizona. Gardner Johnson is, hey, look, they may not be taking the assistant coaches off that Eagle staff, but you know what they're going to do? They're going to take them players off that Eagle roster. Steichen's going to get Isaac Sayamalo for, what's the running back's name? What what's the what what's the running back's name? The guy who had the um the kid from Wisconsin. He's gonna bring him in. No, 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 it's not Connor. The guy in Indianapolis. Steichen's gonna bring in um yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Steichen's gonna bring in Jonathan Taylor. Or for Jonathan Taylor, Isaac Samalo, and Gardner Johnson. Gardner Johnson and Epps are going to Arizona. Woo! Damn! They got cap room, too. Why wouldn't you? Those are your guys. Like Parcells. He's a Parcells guy. Well, you don't think Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon are going to raid that roster? Knowing full well what those guys' capabilities are and not. How about Miles Sanders in Arizona with Kyler Murray? Yeah, look at what Bird's saying. Sills, they're paying Kyler 45. That's why they're getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins. They're getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins because he makes 20. You're going to cut that thing in half. Woo! (laughs) Look at Eagle fan. Sills is just talking. No, you're right. Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon aren't going to take some of these free agents. Yeah, you're probably right. Franchise tag? So Howie Roseman, who's he franchise tagging? You can't franchise tag a guy who's an unrestricted free agent. Do you idiots know that? You can't franchise. 
Contracts are up. There's no franchise tagging Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Isaac, you can't franchise. You have no years remaining on the deal. They're not Eagles anymore. You can't extend. There's no franchise tag. (laughs) Franchise tag, what? The contracts are up. There's not an option. They don't have options on these deals. (laughs) There's no team-friendly option. Big Sills ain't mad. Are you kidding me? Excited about what's to come. Are you kidding? Mad? I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled at the content. You must be nuts. Mad? Why would I be mad? I'm thrilled. CJ, TJ, so wait a minute. So you don't think Jonathan Gannon would try to make a run at Hardgrave? Or the Colts? And Steichen wouldn't make a run at Hardgrave? Knowing full well what these guys are capable of doing and not doing? I never thought about the ramifications of two coordinators leaving at the same time as head coaches. You're right, they may not take... They may not take Brian Johnson and other guys. They may have a work working arrangement that way because they were given uh, the ability to talk to those franchises to land those jobs. They probably promised they wouldn't raid the coaching staffs. But I guarantee you, man, those free agents, all hands on deck, man. Players want to get paid. And now what you have is going against these potential free agents you're going to be bidding against yourselves with your two coordinators. That's a really rough dynamic I never thought of. They're going to want to hire guys that they know. Shit, if that's a hiring practice that you have for assistant coaches and head coaches, why wouldn't it be for players for such young guys? Gannon, right, he needs D Lyman out in Arizona. Hartgrave is perfect. Hey, by the way, Hardgrave and Brandon, hey, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a, or, or, or Fletcher. Hey, Brandon and Fle- Fletcher and Hardgrave, you want to come out to Arizona? It's the NFC. We're not talking about dominant teams. What's his, Chris said, you said nobody would hire Gannon. I think he's a bust. I think he sucks. But then again, too, my friend, Arizona's known for making great hires as coaches, aren't they? Arizona hired Jonathan Gannon. How appropriate. You can't get any better than that. The Bidwells. Wonderful evaluators of head coaches. Wonderful. I heard that, Jameson. The NFL wants to take away the quarterback sneaks because the Eagles took such advantage of it with the scrum and how they pushed it. 
they want to outlaw it. I'm going to call it the Jalen Hurts rule. There's a new rule in the rule book, the Jalen Hurts rule. The NFL and the competition committee, I talked to Rich McKay, they're going to take this away. You see what Cam Hayward said from the Pittsburgh Steelers? They say it's an illegal play. Okay? The NFL is looking at it as an illegal play because you're pushing from behind to get yardage. And that used to be outlawed. This year, they allowed that. And the majority of the time, the e- I, it's going to be called the Jalen. Uh, hey, look it up, Niner. The NFL competition committee is looking at revoking the quarterback sneak because of the Eagles. Google it. <laughs> Google it. Cam Hayward, look what he says about the play today. He says the play's illegal. Yeah. Hey, the Eagles mastered that thing. So they want to take one of those plays. Get this. I'm going to talk to Jason Cole about that in hour number three. They want to take that play away. Because the Eagles had such great success with it. Hey, it's Arizona. (laughs) Hey, it's Arizona. Come suck with us, Joseph. Hey, hey, Joseph, that's where you go when you're like Emmett Smith and you're looking for your last paycheck. <laughs> Wait, did he go there? Did he go to uh, Denver? I forget. He went to one of those places to get a retirement check. And he, he went to one of those places. I think it was it Denver he went there. Oh, he went to Arizona. Okay. Yeah, em, Emmett wanted Emmett built his retirement home in Scottsdale. <laughs> It's got dropping from the ceiling gas mask. If you live in Arizona, my daughter goes to school there, just so you know. So if you live in Arizona, it's imperative when you build your house, you have portable gas mask and making sure that you have oxygen and you have a path for your golf cart. If you don't have it, you're shit out of luck. (laughs) Uh, Right. Hey, Sills, don't we have one more year? Just add an extension to her. Can't do that. You can't. He, here, you know why you can't? You can't do that, S. Blunt? Because he's a second-round draft choice. He doesn't have an extension. He doesn't have a fifth-year option. Second-rounders do not have the fifth-year option on their contract. Okay? You can't put an option. There's no option year. He would be going into making, I think I saw $3 bucks this year. Okay, there's no extension or option year when you're a second-round quarterback. That's only for first-rounders. Ten years, $42 million. Ten years for a guy who was going to get hurt. Yeah. Were you saying the same thing about Carson Wentz? Get the guy a 10-year deal. Probably were. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. So I got Hardgrave number two. He's 30 years old. That's the second priority. And then the first priority is a Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So Gardner-Johnson's one, Hardgrave's two, Bradbury three, Sayamalo four, Edwards five, White six, Epps seven, Cox eight, Brandon Graham nine, and Boston Scott ten. Those would be my guys for numerous reasons, not just ability. Gardner-Johnson, man, he's going to Arizona. 
They're going to pay him top money. They're going to pay him top money. Philly won't. Philly's not paying top money for anybody. Maybe Hardgrave. Okay? Maybe Hardgrave. Oh my God. I never watch this. Hey, hey, Yale, watch this. Gardner Johnson, Arizona. Shit, or Indy. Or Carolina. Or Jacksonville. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This gets better. This gets better. Chauncey Gardner Johnson, Arizona, Indy, Carolina. Or Jacksonville. And you know why they could pay? Hey, Yale, everyone, Tone, you know why you could pay John C. Gardner $14 million? Because the quarterback's on a rookie contract. So you could sign him to a three-year contract. Meaning 45 kicks in after next year. I don't have a problem with the money. I got a problem with the framework. I'm not giving a guy like that over five years. It's not happening. I'm not even giving him five years. Philly will give him free cheesesteaks. I'm in. Sully goes like this. You act like the Eagles won't get anybody. No. I'm acting like Philly won't pay anybody. I told you. Don't you get it? That's why we started the show off with this. To bring all these guys back and run it back, it's going to cost you $223 million without signing Hurts. If you sign Hurts, half this roster's gone. Here, watch this. Sanders is no longer an eagle. Sam is no longer an eagle. Kelsey's no longer an eagle. Graham's no longer an eagle. Hardgrave, Cox, White, Edwards, Bradbury, CJ, Epps. All those guys are not eagles right now. All unrestricted free agents, UFAs. There's no restricted free agents you have in that group. Those are all UFAs. Woohoo, the content. Oh, I have a heart attack here. Woo. Eagles goes like this. Sills, I'll say I was wrong again. With what? Niners go, Sills, Hertz is a lead. It's worth it. Okay. And by the way, Niner, you know what people have missed out on? They just hear me talking about how much this roster is going to cost to bring back. But what many of these idiots are missing here is this. Are they really going to be threatened outside of the Niners in the NFC this coming season? Honestly, are you going to be threatened? If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Giants, okay. You know, if he goes to the Bucks, okay, something like that, sure. But I think he's either going to the Raiders or the Jets. That's where I think he lands. Okay? There's, so, watch this. So, the roster, I think this. This is. Can I tell you? I think this is what happens to the Eagles. I think the Eagles come back in talent. 
because they're going to pay Jalen, but that's not going to be significant enough of a drop and their roster strength to make them not a top five potential candidate to get to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. They're not going to be the reigning favorites because the team can the team in San Francisco has a superior roster on February 6th and probably on July 17th when training camp is. They'll have the same roster and they'll have Bose assigned to an extension and their quarterback will probably be healthy. Can't, the 49ers have the best roster right now in the NFC and I think they have the best roster in the NFL. Um, it was the Eagles and the, and the 49ers. Now it's the 49ers. The Eagles have to roster on starters half. How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten of the 22 are not under contract. You don't have the same roster that San Francisco has. <laughs> you had 10 people. 10. 10 starters that are not under contract of the 22. San Francisco has everyone under contract. Okay? You have the better quarterback. Absolutely. This is why I... You know what's funny? I got people still saying this on my Twitter page. Silio said he'd rather have Brock Purdy than Jalen Hurts. That's not what I said. I'd rather have Brock Purdy's financial situation where he's only making 900 grand and that guy got me as far... Jalen got to one game further than Brock Purdy did. He got to the NFC title game, making 900 grand. And that affords me the latitude to build my roster in San Francisco. That's all I said. Had nothing to do with who's better. Had everything to do with finances. The reason the Eagles got to the Super Bowl was because of the finances and Jalen's great play. No other reason. And the free agents all playing well. Vinny goes, I didn't word it like that. All you got to do is go back and listen. That's exactly what I said. And the soundbite clip says that. That's not true, guy. You're lying. I never in a million years said that I would take Brock Purdy as a talent over Jalen Hurts. I said I would take his financial situation. The 49ers are in a better place with Brock Purdy right now on February 16th than the Eagles are with Jalen Hurts and all of these unrestricted free agents. It's a fact. You said, what has Hurts done to prove he's better than Purdy? At that time, he had done nothing. Purdy had gotten just as far. Purdy had more playoff wins, or as many, and played better than what Hurts had. Hurts' best playoff game is his Super Bowl. The rest of them suck. Jalen Hurts has played in four playoff games, three stink. The one game he played in is the most important game. It was the Super Bowl. And I thought, outside of the fumble, and watch this, Outside of the fumble, which that shit happens. I thought he was spectacular. 
I don't care what you guys say. Go listen to the show. It's exactly what I said. And I, I, I agree. Up to the NFC title game, Jalen hadn't done shit. He sucked in the playoffs this year. Super Bowl, he was great. 93 yards throwing, 39 running. And the teams, they played blue. You know, Dibbin, there should be an award for that. Most improved player. I'm surprised the NFL, I'm surprised the NFL doesn't have that as an award. The most improved player. Um, they should put that in there. I think, doesn't the NBA have that? The most improved player? I think the NFL should have something like that. The, uh, the most improved. Okay? The most improved player. He didn't win shit. Two. He was carried to the Super Bowl. Played awesome in it. It's my evaluation. You don't like it too bad. I don't care really. Hertz was the best player on the field. You see this right here? Someone goes, Hertz was the, you think Hertz was the best player on the field in the Super Bowl over Mahomes? Do you? So you look at the 300 and was Brady the best player on the field when he played Nick Foles? Yes or no? I thought Foles outplayed him. I thought Foles made critical plays and critical moments that won the ball game. Okay. So wait a minute. Did Brady threw for more yards? Brady threw for 500 yards. I thought Foles outplayed him. I don't think. That guy threw at 90% completion clip in the second half. The Eagles couldn't stop him. They couldn't stop Mahomes. And they were beating him with bums. Juju Smith-Schuster, I thought his career was over. He was a bum. Mahomes was spectacular in the second half. Spectacular. Okay? Spectacular. Woo, man. So, so, hey, hey, Tone, watch this. Sanders. Would Doug sign him? Carolina. Ooh. Sanders. Sanders and Frank. They need to run it back. I should call Frank. I, oh, here, I, I should, I should text Frank. Frank, you got to go after CJ. Yeah, should I should I text Frank? Frank, are you going? Oh, I'm going to get Frank Reich on. We got to get Frank Reich on because I want to see who he's going after on the Eagles' free agency list. Yeah, I want I want to see this. I, I then I got to text Joe Douglas too. I got to see who they're going to go after because they're going to go after all these Eagle guys. Eagle fan goes, because they listen to you. Well, Eagle fan, hey, Tone, how many times has uh, Frank Reich been on the program? Four? I No, he was on with me three, and I think he I, we got him on with Big Joe once. Yeah. We got, I, think he's, I think he's been on our network four times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Because they listen? They do listen. 
He told me how Nick Sirianni got the job. Dankos, that's tampering. <laughs> March, you're right. February got to be March 12th after March 12th. Maybe we should call Frank after March 12th. Wait a minute. That's tampering? I'm not part of the NFL. Oh, Frank is, though. He can't say anything publicly. I'll have to do that behind the scenes. Yeah. I'll have to ask. Hmm. Oh, let's see. Okay. I got to talk to Andrew Barry. <laughs> Look at Eagle fan. <laughs> Liar. He... So we're lying that Frank Reich's been on the program four times. <laughs> I've got to do is Google it. <laughs> Tom Telesco, the general man. Wait, here, Eagle fan. So here's the general managers that have been on my show. Or here on the National Football Show. Kevin Colbert, Steelers. Tom Telesco, um, Chargers. Frank Wright, head coach. Um, Nick Casario, Houston Texans. I think that's four we've had on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, too. Don't forget, Bruce Arians been on three times. Um. <laughs> Seals, you can't do that. Don't text for <laughs> Dofi. I won't. I, I won't. I don't want to give anybody. Plus, I don't want. I don't want CJ signing with Arizona. I want him signing back with Philly. Watch this. Hey man, off that list. I promise you this. Hey man, you want to have a couple guys, man? I'll tell you what. You can have guard. You can you you can have Gardner Minshew. <laughs> hey, you can have Gardner Minshew. Okay, you can have Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew and Zach Pascal. You could have them guys. It's all good. <laughs> Don't take anybody else. Don't take anybody good. <laughs> Minshew's going to Dallas. Really? I could see Gardner Minshew going to the Jets. Jets need all the quarterback help they can get, man. Okay. See, Dan, the Eagles have $8 million and can open upwards $25 million cap by restructuring Slay Lane. Why would you want to restructure Darius Slay, give him more guaranteed money? I could see restructuring Lane. Dude, you might want to cut Elliott. He makes a ton of money, man. Okay? And Kelsey's $10 million, yet to be determined if he's coming back. Okay? Lane, I don't have a problem restructuring Lane and giving him more um, in a signing bonus, I don't know, and, and lowering his base so that you can get that thing even more under the cap. I'm good with that. Okay, I can't. I'm 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 good with that. But um, Darius Slay at 32, you want to give him more guaranteed money and have that on your books for your cap for two years, restructuring that. Remember, signing bonus is going to hit that cap. Also, there's a cap number on that. Man, I don't know. Is doesn't he have? Hey, hey, Tone, does it, doesn't Slay have like a $32 million cap hit this year if you were to cut him? 
something like a $32 million cap hit because of the money that's still owed to him. 26, $26 million. So you want to restructure 26 million. So what are you going to do? Give him, lower his base from 18 and you want to give him 10 and still making eight as a base? Man, that's a lot. Darius Slay has a $26 million cap hit. And if you restructure that, it kind of affects it. But you, you're going to give him more guaranteed money for a guy that you think is, I don't think he's shot. I think he's a good ball player. But didn't have the best second half of the season. That's a big cap hit. I don't mind Lane. You know, and I wouldn't mind restructuring Dallas Goddard. I could do Goddard. I think Goddard, you know, I'm pretty good with that. I might want to do um, Malata. Do the guys that you're confident in. Malata, Lane, um, Goddard. I don't know if you can restructure any of AJ's money. I feel comfortable giving. Watch this. If I want to, if I want to restructure some money around the guys, here's here's the guys I feel comfortable giving money to. AJ Brown, I'll restructure something there to maybe get five million. I'll restructure Malata, maybe to get another five million. I'll restructure Lane. I'll I'll do ten and get him down to four and a half million base. I'll be good with that. Okay, Goddard, maybe another five million. You could probably get $45 million there by doing something in restructuring. Those are the only guys I feel comfortable with that I think that those guys are still going to live out there. See, you got when you're going to restructure, don't do guys that are old and kind of fading. Slay's old and kind of fading. So I would say this to you, 85. If I'm going to restructure Slay, it's not going to be for a boatload of money. Lane's the guy. Goddard's the guy, AJ's the guy, Mulata's the guy. And you might save 10 on Kelsey, but watch this. I'd rather give Jason Kelsey the 10 million than have him come back for another all-pro year. Okay? I'd rather have him come back for another all-pro year. Make sense? All right, hour number three. The top 20 free agents in the NFL. Also, I want to reset my top 10 quarterbacks. I want to hit this list because we did this at the end of the show. Jason Cole's going to join us in this hour as well. I want to get his take on free agency. But I want to, I may start out with this top 10 list because we did this at the tail end of the show a couple days ago. And I don't think I spent enough time on it. I want to redo this again. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia.
Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech, we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. My name is uh, Fran Salerno. I'm a managing director here at DelVal Insurance Group. Been in the business for over 36 years, saving people money on their insurance needs. Give us a call. Let us help you custom design an insurance plan that meets both your needs and budget. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Football show. Appreciate you coming aboard. Please hit the like button. Jason Cole will join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll get his thoughts on the Super Bowl and also free agency. God, there's a ton. There is just an absolute ton of NFL news, man. Here are the top rosters. Here are the top five rosters I have in no particular order. As we get ready for free agency and the April draft. 49ers, Eagles, Bills, Seahawks, Bengals. Would you add another one in there somewhere? Would you add another roster? Green Bay? Not really. The Bucks? Maybe when healthy? The Dolphins, pretty good edge rushers, pretty good offensive line. By the way, one more time, let me ask you, because I, I, don't, I don't remember. Would you guys resign or would you, would you give, an, would you pick up the fifth-year option on Tua or would you give him a contract extension? What would you do with Tug of Viola? Man. That's a pretty tough position to be in. Here's a guy who's going to get hurt. Hey, look, man, I'm saying this about Jalen. This guy is clearly going to get hurt, and he's clearly going to miss time. What do you do with Tucker Viola? Do you extend him, or do you pick the fifth-year option? Fly says trade him. You're not going to get market value for him. A guy who's constantly injured with concussions, you're not getting a first-round draft choice for 
tug of for tug of Viola. Nobody in their right mind would give you a one for him. He's too fragile for a one. Peter goes, pick the 50-year up. It's cheaper than extending him. Okay? It's cheaper than extending him. Pick the option up. I'm probably, what's the option? Hey, Tone, is the option $19 million, something like that? I think I'd rather pay the guy 19 than 35. Look at the Giants. See, look at the Giants situation that they're in. They're talking about paying Daniel Jones $35 million annually. Wow, man, really? How does that affect Saquon Barkley now in my resigning of him? Man, I'm like, because they did, they they refused to pick the 50-year option up in New York, right? So he went into this year as an unrestricted free agent right now. He's an unrestricted, I got the list. He's an unrestricted free agent. So now guess what? There's no 50-year option. See, Cleveland bet wrong on Baker Mayfield by picking that 50-year option up. The Giants, they gambled, and now Daniel Jones is going to make $35 million. See, and this is where Yale's going. Barkley, $10 million. If they give Barkley $10 million and they give Daniel Jones thirty-five. million, the giant organization is going to look at it like they paid for a $45 million quarterback. They got Barkley under contract at 10 and they got their quarterback at 35. That's kind of a win. Okay. That's kind of a win. Peter goes, the 49ers don't stay healthy. Well, they were healthy enough to get to the NFC title game. With a quarterback who made 900 grand. Be careful what you say there about the 49ers. They won 12 straight. Can't stay healthy. They won 12 straight and got to the title game with a quarterback who was the last player drafted in the draft. I don't know, man. You keep making all these shitty, stupid excuses about the Niners. They held your offense to 239 yards of total offense, and they had a quarterback that was making less than a million dollars, and he got us, He got almost as far as Jalen Hurts. Jalen got to one more game than him. I don't know. Financially, once again, the Niners are in a better shape than you. That's a fact. Nobody's talking about ability. They're talking about financial condition. Your roster is in chaos. And Howie's got to put it back together. It's Humpty Dumpty falling off the wall. The Niners don't have any of that. They don't have any of that issue. The Niners have barely any roster issues. They got to get that. It's been seven stupid years at the quarterback position. Eagle fan, Niners are always injured and always in the NFC title game. <laughs> the Niners are always injured, but yet in the NFC title game. Three years out of the last four, they've always been in the game. <laughs> it's a stupid comment. It's a stupid comment. Niners are always hurt. And always finish the story in the NFC title game. <laughs> I mean, one franchise in the NFC that has been the most consistent for the last four years has been San Francisco. Someone goes like this. Well, Sills, they lost their defensive coordinator. And they lost their D coordinator two years ago. Did it matter? No. Oh, I agree. The quarterback, I just said it. 
Last seven years, it's held the team back. But they still get to the title game. And they've been to they've been to a Super Bowl. You make it sound like the Niners don't have the Niners the last the Niners have been more successful than the Eagles over the last four years. They've been to a Super Bowl too. And they've been through the NFC Championship game three of the last four. You had four wins three years ago. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You had to fire your coach, dump card. Hey, by the way, do you think there's a market for Carson Wentz? Got to think Washington. You got to think Washington is going to move off of him. You think there's a market for Wentz? I think he's $26 million. Did I see that? I think Carson Wentz is $26 million. Yeah, $26 million. You think there's a market for him? Man, no way am I signing him for that $26 million. No way. But Washington, they made that move. They've got to kind of keep him. Or that's a massive cap hit to them, too. Man, could you see Wentz going to Carolina and going with Frank? How about how about Wentz going to Carolina? And he's kind of the bridge to the quarterback. Um, he's the bridge to the quarterback. Remember something? Carson Wentz in Indianapolis with Frank threw for 3,700 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven picks, 97 quarterback rating, 66 completion percentage. He had a heck of a year in Indy. I, I, I get the ending. The Raider game and the Jag game, it turns out the Jags were a better team. Urban Liar was just a shitty coach. That was a good football team. Could you see 26 million is by far under market value. Plus, you're going to draft a quarterback. He's only got another year on that deal, I think, or two years on that deal. So you get him one year. The next year, you cut him. You eat some of the cap, and you put your guy into place. Carson Wentz was good with Indianapolis. He wasn't. Tell you what, Carson Wentz is probably the best quarterback. Well, Philip Rivers was. Since Andrew Luck. Okay. I mean, he was he was he was good there. Huh. Look at look at someone going, hey, Sills was all over Carson Wentz. And so were Eagle fans. You guys wanted him to get his contract extension, just like Jalen. You wanted to get him his money. Super Bowl. Uh part of the Super Bowl champion team. MVP candidate like Jalen. And everybody in Philly wanted to give him his money. Everyone. Now, he guy sucks. He's terrible. I would never wanted him to get the money. Sure you didn't. Sure you didn't. Jalen Hurts better than Carson Wentz. But that's not how that played out. You're basically saying right now that Jalen Hurts is as good as Carson Wentz was when Carson Wentz got his extension. You're looking at Carson Wentz today. You've got to look at Carson Wentz 2018. Uh Uh-uh. You don't get that latitude today. Yeah. Not in 18. You didn't see that. 
you would never have signed Jalen Hurts to a contract in any way whatsoever with the season that Wentz put up in 17, ever. We wouldn't even be talking about Jalen Hurts. He threw for 33 touchdowns. Oh, he was, what was it, 14 and 1? 13 and 1? It almost resembles exactly the position, except for the fact he didn't play in the Super Bowl. Wentz was on fire that year. Wentz had a Wentz had a couple. Actually, Wentz had a couple of years because he put up four thousand passing yards, most in Eagle history. Can you believe that? That Carson Wentz holds the single season records for all passing numbers by an Eagle quarterback, most yards in a season, most TDs. And Carson Wentz, not Jalen Hurts. Wentz in New England. I see Wentz in Carolina. I don't know why. Okay. I see him. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Oh, no. You guys. Hey, all of you guys were rooting for Wentz to get his extension. Give him his money. Give him his money. Give him his money. Turns out he blows. <laughs> Now, hey, Yale, here we are again. Give him his money. Give him his money. Give him his money. Give him his money. History does repeat itself. Same thing with Dak. Give him his money. Give him his money. Dak sucks. Give Derek Carr his money. Give Derek Carr his money. Derek Carr just got cut. Kyler Murray, give him his money. Give him his money. He's hurt. He won't be back and ready for October, November. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Yeah, those deals all work out. Hey, hey, Yale goes, who knew? Yeah, it's not who knows. You're playing percentages here. Those $40 million contracts don't work. You had two quarterbacks in the NFC Championship game not making $3 million combined. (laughs) And it took a guy like Mahomes to beat that legendary roster that the Eagles had with all those great players. You had to have Mahomes and Andy Reid. Mahomes, hey, watch this. If you don't have Mahomes and Andy Reid, you ain't beating the Eagles. Not with that roster. Now, guess what happens? They start paying Hurts. Eh, that roster will be kind of, it'll be good. It'll be like the Cowboys a couple years ago. Holes everywhere. That's the price. I get it, man. Carson Wentz didn't win a playoff game. Then how the hell did he get his contract extension? Then how did he get his extension? How did he get his extension then? How did he get his $30 million contract extension? You jumped a gun. Hey, I'm not the, I wouldn't, I didn't give Carson Wentz his contract before he proved it. You all did. Not me. I let contracts play out. I let it play out. And if the guy's worth 50 million, pay him 50 million. 
But I'm not going to jump the gun on a deal. If there's still question marks. And by the way, there's no question marks on Jalen. There was no question marks on Carson Wentz. Yeah, help me out here. And I know because we have too many idiots in here right now that are trying to change the narrative on Wentz. Nobody had question marks on Wentz. After the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 17, nobody did. Even Black Mamba. He had no questions on Wentz. Give him his money. There was no question marks. Steve goes that the Sean Watson bullshit has ruined the league. This is where I agree. That's right, Steven. That $230 million deal, that's the contract. It's not the Mahomes deal. It's not the deal that's on the table for Lamar Jackson at 51-3. It's not even the Kyler Murray deal. The deal that kills the league is the one in Cleveland because of the guaranteed money. However, I love it. It's good for the player. You don't think NFL players should have 100% guaranteed contracts? It's the most violent sport on the planet. And you don't think they should? What, NBA guys should? Baseball guys should? NBA, NBA guys take five nights a week off. But their contracts should be guaranteed? What are you, crazy? Good for Deshaun Watson. Great for Deshaun Watson. Great for NFL players. About time somebody got a guaranteed contract. Those bums in the NBA take nights off. Load management, they call it. Load of shit to me. You kill you what are you kidding me? Baseball guys get a blister on their finger. They take you miss a rotation start. Oh man. About time somebody had enough sack to be able to get a guaranteed contract. Good for you, Deshaun. And by the way, even with 25 sexual assault accusations against him, the league gave him a raise. Don't talk to me about character. You gave a guy with no character a raise. The league cleared him. He got a guaranteed contract because of who he is as a player, not what he represents as a man. But that's the case in the NFL. They don't pay you for being Jalen Hurts or Jimmy Garoppolo. They pay you for for winning. Batman goes, you like Cousins over Hurts. I did. So did 99%. Even your own organization did not draft him to be the starter in Philly. Stop lying. Stop lying like Jalen was this golden child brought in to to, uh, Philadelphia to be the new heir apparent. He wasn't. It was a safety belt for Wentz. That's it. He was a second-round safety belt that everyone in Philly hated to pick. Now, he's our guy. You're right. I thought Cousins was better. You thought the pick blew, though. Batman thought the pick sucked a second rounder years ago. So he says, you like Cousins more? You hated him being in Philly.
you all hated him being in Philly. Look at that. You hated him being in Philly. <laughs> but now, Chills, you're wrong on Jalen. Yeah? At least I didn't hate him being in Philadelphia. <laughs> hey, Tone, am I right? Tone, what would you say? You say this. Tone, do you think this percentage is right? That 97% of Eagle fans hated the Jalen Hurts pick when he was selected in 2020? What, do you think that's a fair number? 97% of the people hated the pick of taking a quarterback who lost his job in Tuscaloosa. Had to transfer because he got fired by Nick Saban. You think they like the pick? No, I didn't. Of course. I'd say 95% just to be a contrarian. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> Technically, right? Chills, you're wrong on Jalen. You hated him in Philly. You hated him in Philly. I said he wasn't good. And we all said that. One of the conversations going into the 2022 season, we all said, will Jalen Hurts be the guy? Yeah. Will Jalen Hurts be the guy? Look it up. Google, here, G-O-O-G-L-E, enter. I didn't. I love the pick. <laughs> he loved the pick. See this guy here? Is he? I love the pick. Even though they just gave a guy $29 million signing bonus and a $30 million a year deal in Carson Wentz, he loved the pick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that made sense. <laughs> the con yeah, I love the pick. I I wasn't me. I love Jalen being a second round pick after we just gave a guy $180 million. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I love the pick. Yeah, I know you do now. In 2018, Howie Roseman and the owner gave uh, Carson Wentz a contract extension. And for that matter, they gave an extra year to Doug Peterson. Check the clip. I'm a one percenter. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> Uh, oh, Pat. Oh, everybody. I love the pick. We're all saying at the beginning of the year, is he the guy? Oh, man. Yeah. It's okay, man, because that's what fans do. They try to change history. See, that's what the internet's for. That's what Twitter's for. You keep telling the lie, and um, a guy like Five Star starts to believe his own lies. <laughs> He starts believing his own lies. Hey, man, I really loved Hurts. <laughs> and the organization just gave a guy $30 million a year over five years. And he loved to pick. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I five star. It's all good. Oh, man. We were wrong, though. Okay, Vinny. Jalen Hurts has played himself into being in a position now where he's going to get a contract extension. I didn't change my opinion on Jalen Hurts because I changed my opinion. Jalen changed the narrative because of his play. 
I mean, you you should adjust your take if a player plays well, shouldn't you? Wait, wait a minute. So let me ask you guys a couple questions here. Joseph, let me ask you this. So if a player plays well, you don't think a person like me or Shannon Sharp or anybody else or Angelo or anybody like that should change their opinion because the player changed his game and his ability and got better? You should stick with that take? What are you talking about? You shouldn't adjust your take. If a guy gets better, So you guys must hate people when you meet somebody. First impressions. Man. Lucia says, I can honestly say I didn't hate the pick, but that's probably because I was confused as hell. I was wondering if it was a joke. Well, Lucius, that sounds to me like you didn't like the pick because you didn't get where they were going with it. Okay. Hey, watch this, Lucius. Don't you think the Eagles got lucky like the Patriots got lucky with Brady? I mean, come on, man. The Eagles got lucky with Hurts. They got lucky. The Patriots, they got lucky with Brady. Right? They got lucky with Brady. Man. Super Bowl 57 had to go down as one of the best Super Bowls I've seen in a long time. And I was really, really pleased with the game. I was more pleased with the game than that Hall of Fame list that came out. I'll tell you that. And I got some questions for my friend Jason Cole, and he joins us now, who's a part of that committee who votes. The Hall of Famers, Jason. How you doing, brother? I'm great. So you're gonna you're gonna call me an idiot for putting certain guys in the Hall of Fame? Is that no, what you're no, yeah, that's, no. That's what you just said. That's what. No, no, know, no, no. I got problems with this list. I think I heard that. Did no, I no, no. That? I didn't did say. I, I didn't that? say. I just it. want to know. Did I hear that you got some problems with this list? I just want to know. Is oh that, no, I did say I, I had a problem with the list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did. I, I did have a problem with the list. Did you? All right. I never have any problem with. I, look, when you go through this process and you sit there and you argue about these things and you spend eight or nine hours, and, and that's not even including the weeks of preparation that go into that meeting. There's no wrong answer to it, right? Like all these guys are deserving. Sometimes guys get in who I disagree with, but I can't say I'm unhappy with the process. Plus, this is one of the things that I do that I have to say. I find that one uh, like so enriching and so gratifying to do, to be part of, right? Like I love this. So it's hard for me to find anything negative about it. It's a tremendous honor, Jason, that you're part of this process. Ab- absolutely. It is a responsibility. And there, are, you know, like seeing Zach Thomas cry 
when he sees Jimmy. I don't know if you saw the show on Saturday. I did. You know, when they knock on the, when he's, you know, walking up the stairs and they've got the hidden camera and he walks in the living room and he sees Jimmy. And he realizes that he's on Hall of Fame. You see him cry like that after, you know, all the action that he's put into the game and everything that he did to be as great as he possibly could be. And to play a little tiny part in helping him get into the Hall of Fame, like, that's emotional even for me. And I'm about as jaded as they get, right? Um, like, that was cool. That's really, really cool. So I never really look at it as you know, wrong, there are guys I subtly disagree with. You know, like I disagreed. Sam Mills a year ago, I had a, I, I didn't think he was necessarily one of the best guys. Fred but Dean? But does that mean? Well, that was before my time. And, you know. Yeah, like, but they put Fred Dean in a couple of years ago, and I'm like, this, Fred Dean? Uh, no, not a couple of years. He went, Fred Dean went in at least 15, almost 20 years ago. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, it was Fred, a few years Fred's, ago. Been, Fred's been a while. So, um, no, Fred's not recent. Um, but yeah, Fred Dean, Demarcus Ware, Demarcus Ware's got some numbers, and I'll say I was shocked, Jace. I saw 126 sacks. I, 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 I was, I was pretty shocked that he had that high of a number. Yeah, he's, and he's got Super Bowl, and you know, and you know, 20 plus sacks in a season. Demarcus Ware's got some, got a resume now. He, now. Would, would I argue that Dwight Freeney was a slightly better player than DeMarcus Ware? Yeah, I'd argue that Dwight Freeney was a slightly better player. But that's in the eye of the beholder. Um, I, I can't definitively say, you know, that I can't say somebody's wrong in that one, right? You and think Jared Allen, Barber is a better player than Eric Allen? Hopefully we could reconnect here with Jason here and get his thoughts on that because I'm going to ask him. Rondé Barber gets in as the Hall of Famer. And let's go back to Jace, you think Rondé Barber's a better player than Eric Allen? Uh, overall, yes. Um, Eric Allen's a really great player. Um, and he would be a really good argument if he can get another room. Um, we've had that discussion. It hasn't all. I think one time before, if I remember it, it's not that it didn't go well. It's just, there were other guys who were better uh, on, on the list. I think Rondé Barber, look, there are certain guys who flash, who you just like, there's no question at Deion Sanders who had the ability and the stats and everything else like that. Right. Darrell then Reeves. There, I think Darrell Reeves is a slam dunk guy. Yeah, and his even though his career is a little bit shorter, you know, you know the the guts of Darrell Reeves's career were basically five great years. You know, so not unlike Terrell Davis, is a short term guy. Not unlike Tony Baselli. But then at the other end of that spectrum, there are guys who are compilers, who put together a body of work that is over a twelve. 13, 14, 15 year period of time, you just go, that's such consistent greatness. Um, and you just, you achieved it. And, and I, I compare it to, I, I don't remember, you know if you remember, there was a pitcher from the Los Angeles Dodgers named Don Sutton, right? 300 really, game winner. 324, you know, lot, lot, never ever a overwhelming starter, right? Never, ever one of the most dominant guys in the league. Like Mike Mussina, somebody like that. 
Right, Mike Mussina. Like, just they took the ball every fourth or fifth day. Yep. And he gave you a performance that gave you a chance to win. He was in competition all the time to help teams get to the playoffs, the World Series, do whatever he could. It was incredibly consistent. There is a place in the Hall of Fame for guys like that. And especially when they do eventually get a World Series, or in Rondé's case, a Super Bowl title, right? And they play a big part in that. And, you know, they beat the, the Eagles with that 95-yard interception return and have a moment or two. And so, yeah, is, is Rondé Barber Deion Sanders? No, he's not. Is Rondé Barber, you know, when you do it for 15 years like that, like you just have to sit there and go, that man proved everything he possibly could. And, How do you and separate that though, Jace, when you go like this, Jim, when, when, when the, when the barometers, Jim Brown, and then you look at a guy like Curtis Martin and you mm-hmm. go like this, Curtis Martin, longevity guy, Jim Brown, legacy guy. How, how, how do you balance that to go, well, Martin's a Hall of Famer too, but then you look at the standard. He's nowhere near the standard. You just say there are certain guys who are the standard and there are certain guys who are not but still belong in, right? We're it's- almost getting to a point, though, Jace, where there should be almost like a different room in the Hall of Fame yeah, that, for the no, Deion no. Sanders's of the world. I mean, look, putting a guy like Ken Riley in, who, I, look, 65 or 62 interceptions, I get it, it's long overdue. But, dude, I mean, him and Dion, there's a different room there for that to me. I, I don't agree with that. I think that greatness is greatness. And, you, you, you know, like, okay. we're not – we're not – look, we don't have the, the, the champagne club, okay? Like, you know, in the certain places you might have frequented in your day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Champagne room, man. But there's a there's a champagne room down in South Florida called the Cheetah Room that's got big sills of shoes there. It's all good. Don't continue, please. They're they're gold plated. So, um, yeah. Look, I just I, I don't believe in that. Guys are you know there's greatness, and yeah, there are certain guys who break out, and we know who they are. You yeah. know that it's and and we understand that, um, and sometimes they're lucky to play in the right place at the right time, and sometimes they're singularly great. Um, and and so I I don't believe in that breaking it up. I do, however, worry every once in a while that we are putting too many guys in, and I do worry. Yeah, Chase, why nine I'm, guys every year? Well, it's not every year. This the, the, it's been seven. This particular okay. year, they they decided to expand. Like it's a different number because baseball sometimes doesn't put anybody in. Well, and I know they have a threshold of a percentage that the guys have to yeah, get vote wise. But did you guys ever think about putting that barometer in also on how you get? Because well, they do have that. They, they do okay, that. you do. They, I didn't know get, that. I didn't know you yeah. guys have a percentage that you have to have to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I think the one that concerns me the most is the senior guys. Me too. Yeah, like like Chuck Howley getting in, you know, terrific player, right? Ken Riley, who you meant, terrific player. Joe Klecko, who's, you know, your guy. You love Long Joe overdue. Klecko, right? Um, you know, 
Right. But senior, senior process. This is the one where, like, I think we're, we're, we have three senior guys this year. And, you know, a lot of guys in the room are like, we've got this backlog of seniors and the backlog of seniors. And I kind of sit there and go, they had 20 or 25 years to get in. Yeah. If you did, if you didn't get in, you didn't get in. Like, I don't, I don't quite understand it. Like Albert Lewis, we talked about for the first time after 20 years of eligibility. And I go back to his first couple of years of eligibility. I'm like, if he was that good, we didn't even put in full classes back then. So there is some of this where I worry about it. Are we, you know, are we putting too many guys? Is is, is, is this becoming like the basketball hall of fame where they put in, like, if you scored 20,000 points, you're in basically. Like I'm, I'm sure Don, Marshall somewhere is in the Basketball Hall of Fame, which is just, you know, like Danielle Marshall, really? Like, you know, and then you start to sit there and go, it's just, this is kind of silly. I, this teeters on that. Like, it should be, you know, four or five, maybe six guys at the most. And Again, hopefully we can catch up with Jace here again. I want to be able to, because I want to ask him one last question, then get to the Super Bowl. I think he's back here. Hey, Jace, what was the process on a guy like Joe Thomas, who had some of the worst teams in the history of the National Football League? I didn't even think he played on an 0-16 team. How do you designate putting a guy like that into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? How, how can you tell greatness when he never was in a position to really – be a factor on a great team because football is a team sport too. I get the gold jackets are individual stuff, but how do you dissect that? I have a little trouble here connecting with, with Jace on this. Hopefully we can, let's see what he says. Can you hear it? Can you see me? Now? How did you dissect putting Joe Thomas in? Are you, are you there? Right. Yeah, I'm here. Are you there? Jace. Can you hear me? I tell you, like Joe Thomas was a trouble was trouble for me. Uh, even though he was a, a very high vote getter, Joe Thomas was a problem for me um, because I don't think that he measured up necessarily to guys like Tony Baselli, Kevin Mawai, Steve Hutchinson. Um, who's the other guy? Alan Fanica. Orlando Pace. Uh, or well, yeah, he's just like to me. And Joe Thomas was terrific. And he was terrific for, you know, on bad teams and you know, that happens. But like Rich if you put Joe Thomas versus Richmond Webb. Who's Richmond Webb's a Hall of Famer to me. Well, but he's not and I know not in the Hall of Fame and he's never even gotten in the room. And we just kind of like put Joe Thomas in. So I'm not saying he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. And he was one of, on my survey, which you participate in, he was one of the top two vote-getters, him and Darrell Rivas. Uh, you know, I published that thing. You know, I don't say who all votes or what they vote for. I'll, you know, certain guys have said it publicly, and that's fine. I had, a tr I had trouble with him because, Jace, I went like this, like you did. How can you tell greatness when he's never had a great moment? And I mean, you really would have to have watched him every single day of his career. And 
where do you come up when he's on an 0-16 team where you single him out and go, man, I, I just, I mean. There are a lot of other, there were a lot of players. And this is where I had a lot of guys who played offensive line in the NFL, who when I asked them about Joe Thomas, they were like, nah, you know, like really good, really, really good. You know, played all the time, played every down, consistent, all those things, you know, like a- admirable career. Hall of Fame? But look, he's in. Yeah. And, you know, so am I upset that he's in? No, not at all. The no. Re- and is he deserving? Absolutely. You yep. know, we, we, and we, but we, you know, we discussed it. I I, no, I, 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 I completely agree. I want to ask you a couple Super Bowl questions. Okay. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from the Super Bowl? Uh, biggest takeaway is I thought that Andy Reid was brilliant in this game. Um, you know, just getting guys open so easily on, you know, the two touchdowns around the end zone when they ran that reverse, you know, the reverse action. And he had seen somehow either he saw it or just got lucky that the Eagles guys, when they're in man defense down there, take their eyes off receivers um, and caught them that way to make it really simple. I'm not saying they wouldn't have scored anyways, but, that was they ran that same play twice, basically with different receivers, and those guys were just the, you know walk in touchdowns, not even you know not even um, defended basically. No, they right? no they they were running crossing routes the entire second half, and they were confusing the Eagle yeah. secondary so much because they were trying to pass off the receivers from corner to safety. And Andy was just brilliant on those crossing routes. And guys were yeah. just so wide open back there in the secondary. Um, right. Let me ask that you was, this. That, that, was, that was brilliant. I will also say, look, you know, like a lot of others, I don't like the last penalty. I just don't like calling that. And I don't, I'm not saying that, that the Eagles would have won without it. Um, but I just don't like, that's not the penalty. Now they missed one early in the, in the, in the first half, they missed one where the Eagles obviously held. It was a bad one that they missed when the Eagles held in the first They missed half. the face mask, too, on the scoop and score. But I will say this to you, Jace. The problem that I had with Greg Olson, his comment was, he goes, you don't call that there. No, the first second of the game is just as important as the last second of the game. I, 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 I understand I, that, I don't think I, you call that in that game is more appropriate, that, I think. That would, that, I would agree with that more than anything. I just don't like, I just don't like that call. I want the players to, to determine it. And that's just such a ticky-tack. That is a regular season call where you're trying to make sure the offense is on the field and they get your points so that everybody's fantasy football team is happy, right? That's not a high-level Super Bowl caliber play. And that's why I just it makes me uncomfortable. I was sort of like, you know, the choir is doing a great job and all of a sudden somebody in the choir farts. And, like, <laughs> it, just takes, it just takes away from the moment. And I'm not trying to undercut what the Chiefs did. Or say the Eagles should have won. That's not what I'm trying to say. I just don't like the moment. It changed. It it changed the drama of the game. It 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 did. Would you make a Hertz's play? I thought Hertz was terrific. I mean, one made one mistake. You know that was obvious. You know, but you know, aside from one mistake, I thought he played a terrific game. And I stand on what I, you know, I I told your other guys, you know, last 
last week in the morning crew, I think overall he's a better player than Lamar Jackson. Now, how long does he last um, playing that way? I mean, that's, you know, that's tough. You know how this that's a, is. That's a bold yeah. statement. And, you know, your, your statistics, your winning, your everything you're looking at, and you're using the most important optic. You're using your common sense and your eyes because he's on the field. Um, to say he's going to, you know, I mean, that means he's going to be in, in the room now for $51 million extension here, Jace. Because that's what's on the table in Baltimore for Lamar, 51.3. Yeah, I I understand that. I, look, Lamar's worth paying. Don't get me I, wrong. Lamar's a, Lamar's a terrific player. I just think that I would rather, ha- I, I rather have Jalen, given wow. the way that he throws, and I think he's a little bigger and a little tougher. My problem with both of them is, I don't know how long the investment lasts. That's it's my just, that's my thing. It's a, it's, a t- it's a it's a tough thing, and the, they're, they're like they're both terrific players, but you know, eventually, eventually, even the toughest guys in the world they they flinch. You know, eventually, Cam Newton's body gave out on him after running the ball as much as he did. Right, like that's just that is a tough way to make a living. That and it's tough to build. It's tough to build a long term plan around a quarterback who puts himself in harm's way as much as those guys do. Absolutely. But, one, but the one thing, Jalen, Jalen throws it better, more consistently than, than Lamar does. That's, that's a, my, and, and that's, and, and again, Jalen, I'd pay a lot of money. I mean, Lamar, I'd pay a lot of money too, but I would pay more and put a higher priority on Jalen at, at this, at this. That's point. a great comment. That's a great comment. Finally here, Mahomes. Is so young still. I mean, I mean, I mean, Jason, he's, he's not even he's not even sniffing his prime yet. I mean, this kid here has so he's twenty five. I mean, he's 20, no, he's twenty seven. He's twenty. Okay, he's twenty seven. He's just entering it now. I'm like, what? Where is he? Like, can we even put him in the all time greats here? Well, he's got a really good argument that he's that he's he's not already there, but he's well on the way uh, to to being considered in that class. Um, yeah, it, it's it's fabulous to watch. We may be watching one of the top four or five quarterbacks, but when you put those that list together, right, your list looks something like Manning, you know, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Then you're talking Unitas, Montana. You've got Elway and Marino somewhere lurking around. And we haven't even gotten into another, you know, four or five guys that you could have in there. You know, the Drew Breeses and things like that, right? You got to do it for a little longer before I'm going to put you in with Elway, Marino, Montana, Brady, Manning, and Unitas. And I didn't even say Otto Graham, but, you know, like that's, but that's just a completely different era. But he's like he's come so far so fast that you're not you're not out of sorts, like you're not ridiculous talking about him with those guys. He just hasn't that his resume is not as good as theirs yet. Jason, do you think he's had the same impact in his short period of time that Marino had? Um, I mean, pure throwing the ball. John was John was more 
John ran more. John, see, I think they're two different guys, Elway and Marino, and I think you can flip I know, a coin. I know. I, I, th- I, I think, yeah, but I think Mahomes, Mahomes is Elway, but Mahomes has the benefit of Andy Reid, whereas Elway had Dan Reeves. Yeah, but Elway was a horse. I his, mean, Elway his, was a horse. He was. Um, and Mahomes isn't. But, but, but he can, yeah, but. I'll just say this, the throwing style, the ability to move around, the, you know, like throwing the it. Ad living. The ad-libbing. The ad-libbing, those two are a lot closer that way. There, Look, there are always little subtle differences, but Mahomes, Mahomes can throw a ball, you know, sidearm, you know, and do things that, again, you saw Elway do on the run. And Marino, you know, Marino was just, like Marino versus Manning is bet the better argument, you know, in terms of how those guys played, right? Marino versus Brady. How do you compare those guys? Quick release and accuracy. Because that's how they played from the I pocket. think Marino threw a better ball than both of them. Maybe. Like, but you don't think Dan Marino threw a better ball than Brady? Um, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just okay. I'm, he threw a great ball. I'm just saying. We could sit here and argue for hours and hours and hours about all sorts of stuff with those guys, but they're but they're pure pocket guys. Like, look, look do you do you? It's like I always say: Do you like Picasso or you like Monet? You know, yeah. like uh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm. Good. I mean, we're talking about you know the most special of the special of the yep. special. Yep. I, I will say this: Funny that the prettiest ball I ever saw a guy throw was actually Jeff George. Jeff George <sighs> threw a really pretty ball. You remember that. But guy, the, here, I, here, one, one, one quick story. Play. So he couldn't play though. <laughs> so here's here, here he, uh, he let me just say this too. When he was getting recruited, Jimmy Johnson brought him down, and then Craig Erickson went to Cardinal Newman there in South Florida. Yeah. And um Craig Erickson goes like this. He goes, Hey, did you hear that uh, George wants to transfer from Purdue to Miami? And Craig Erickson goes like this, Jason. He goes, I don't care if you recruit John Elway. Uh, this is my job. And Jeff George didn't come to Miami. <laughs> he, 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 he didn't come to That's Miami so after that. I, I think he Craig went to Erickson. Illinois. Uh, he didn't He didn't want to come to Miami after that. He, yeah, Craig Erickson goes, I don't give a shit if he you didn't John he did not, he did not I'm, I'm beating that guy he, out. Yeah, he doesn't have the – Jeff George did not have the stones to, to do what it took to, to tough it out. But as a physical specimen in terms of throwing a football – you know, there are very few people. Oh, yeah. I mean, Drew Drew Henson, another guy. Well, I, I saw George throw it from a hundred from a one goal line to the other. Oh, yeah. Like when yeah. he was in Oakland. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He was Just, ridiculous. Jace, thank you, my friend. I did. I'll talk. Appreciate it very much. Jason Cole, I'll tell you what. Guys, hey, Tone, make sure you get that on Twitter. So Jason Cole, a Hall of Fame voter, thinks that. Jalen's better than Lamar Jackson. That's a first national guy I've heard say that. I think that's a pretty big soundbite. I never – I always looked at Lamar as being better. Do you think Lamar Jackson is a better player – if you had to have a guy on your football team 
as a starter, would you take Lamar Jackson? We got to do this tomorrow too, Tone. Would you take Lamar Jackson? Who would you pay more? Lamar's Lamar's more accomplished. He's 26. He's only two years older than Jalen Hurts. He's a unanimous MVP. He led the NFL in touchdown passes. Something Hurts will never do. Tone goes like this. Lamar's missed more games than Hurts. Well, Lamar's been in the league longer. Man. That's the first person I've heard say that. I would... He goes, I would pay Lamar, but I invest more in Jalen. Jalen's 24. Lamar's 26. You know what's funny? On my list that I have for my top quarterbacks, I have him ahead of Lamar Jackson. I just realized it. Lamar's more spectacular, though. 1,400 yards rushing, led the NFL in touchdown passes. And again, the rushing stuff, I can't have it be a positive for Lamar and a negative for Jalen when I'm putting a critique together for one because that's not fair. That's not balanced. Well, Jalen runs too much. He's going to get hurt. And then, then I turn around and go, well, he had 1,400 yards. Led the NFL that year and touchdown passes. That's not fair. Both have to. Okay. And and by the way, these dual threat quarterbacks, I think they age like dogs. Okay. I think they age like dogs because they're asked to do so much. By the way, remember something about Philadelphia. No wide receiver. Well, I think more wide receivers would want to play in Philly because you just had two guys get 1,000 yards. I don't see any wide receivers, free age. You think DeAndre Hopkins wants to go to Baltimore? You think Stephon Diggs would want to go to Baltimore? Right? Shit, Hollywood Brown wanted out. Hollywood Brown, who didn't play bad out in Arizona, by the way. It wasn't that bad in Arizona. But, see, Jalen, you could go like this, right? You could say this. Hey, well, Jalen's kind of the same player that Lamar is. Yeah, well, guess what, though? Jalen got the guys their numbers, including the tight end. Jalen knows how to find wide receivers. Lamar can't read past the tight end. Andrews. That's Tone, and guess what? Tone has the facts behind him. Can you tell me in the time that Lamar Jackson has been the starting quarterback in Baltimore, a wide receiver that you thought was great there. A.J. Brown's great. Devontae's becoming great. Now, Hollywood left for a reason. I know he did. See, if you're a wide receiver, you're okay going to Philly. You're not Baltimore. Lamar's not going to get you the ball. Right? He's just not. Guys, you were awesome. Thank you so much. 
I so appreciate it. Please hit the like button. I thought that was pretty big, man. um, Jason Cole saying that he would take Jalen Hurts over Lamar Jackson. He's a better player. That's the first time I've heard a national guy say that. A lot to hit on tomorrow. I want to address that again tomorrow, so we're going to hit a little bit up on that. Tone, great. Xander, thank you. Till tomorrow, 3 to 6 Eastern. We shall see you on the flip side.